The following podcast may contain spoilers for the Harry Potter series as well as adult language theme and content. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 8 of Broomsticks and Braille. My name is JJ and I'm excited to be here as always. Uh, the only announcement I really have for this week is just a brief apology for the lateness of this episode. Um, it's technically still getting published on Monday where I'm at, but hey, it's already Tuesday where a lot of my listeners are at. So my apologies. Um, my only reason for this is I hit a big bout of writer's block, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but yeah, I'm here and we'll go ahead and get going with, uh, my Monday original fanfic. This episode features chapter two of my Dudley-centric fanfic. Uh, It's just called chapter two. I'm not um, titling these chapters. So it's just chapter two. Um, And I I have to say, I hit some writer's block after chapter one, which is why this episode is um, coming in late. Um, I like got off to a good start and then I got hung up on where I wanted to go. So, um... So I'll talk a little bit more about um, just writer's block in general, because I feel like it's something worth talking about in fan fiction. Um, it still happens. <laughs> um, and I'll also just uh, talk a little bit about how I finally just kind of overcame that and what I placed in this chapter. But um, for now, we will read... Uh, here is chapter two of Asking Questions by myself, Resevius. A few days after his appointment with Dr. Clark, Dudley was taking a run around one of his favorite parks in Little Whinging. It was a fair distance from his apartment, but Dudley appreciated the fact that it was rarely crowded and never hosted his old druggy friends. He concentrated on the thuds of his footsteps on the pavement, keeping his breath even as he jogged. He was supposed to be at his parents in a couple of hours, and Dudley found that he wasn't looking forward to it. Since his time away, as Burden and Petunia liked to call his time in rehab, his parents had insisted that he have dinner with them once a week. The only night... The night usually found the three Dursleys making small talk around the table. Petunia shared the latest gossip, and Burden prattled on pompously about his work as director of his department at Grunnings. Dudley would mumble some contribution here and there, but spent most of dinner chewing slowly and politely resisting his mother's offerings of more food. He had never particularly minded the ritual. He knew that his parents worried about him, and he wanted to make sure they were happy. Approaching this week's dinner, however, Dudley was finding himself feeling quite lethargic. Maybe it was the changing seasons. He'd heard of people becoming depressed when the season shifted. S.A.D., they called it. Dudley quickened his pace. Bollocks, he thought. The last thing he needed was another condition that would make him a freak. Sure, he appreciated Dr. Clark's kindness, but he really didn't need a label. He'd finished the following mandatory four sessions, and that would be it. He was sober, and that is what mattered. He was steady, and he just had to stay that way. Look out! 
The shout made Dudley let out a hoarse cry and dive sideways. His foot caught the edge of the path, and he tumbled into a clump of bushes. He heard the speedy ticking of a bicycle and a screech as it stopped. Are you okay? Dudley looked up to see a tall woman wearing a ball cap over her dark hair, hopping off of her bike and stepping towards him. I'm fine, said Dudley gruffly, quickly quickly pulling himself to his feet. The girl lowered her hand, apparently having been hoping to help. Then she stooped and picked up Dudley's wallet. You dropped this, she said, holding it out. Thank you, said Dudley, taking it back. Hey, she said suddenly, you're Dudley Dursley, aren't you? He opened his mouth uncertainly, but she continued, You used to box for smeltings. I went to clearing girls' school, and I used to see you during our dances. Dudley wanted to keep running far away from the situation. This girl had never seen him at dances. She'd seen him lurking outside of them with his thug friends as they heckled and wolf whistles at the girls leaving the dances. I'm Sarah, the girl continued, holding out her hand again. Sarah Andrews. Dudley shrugged and looked pointedly down the path. Well, I was running. Sarah lowered her hand and frowned. Yes, I see that. Although you might have noticed by now that you were on the wrong side of the path. Dudley opened his mouth again, irritated. His retort died in his throat when he noticed that her large brown eyes were dancing. Thanks for letting me know, he said, and turned to go. He began running again, his footsteps louder than before. Wrong side of the path. Who made her the freaking path patrol? Spurred on by his annoyance and quickened pace, his thoughts returned to his parents. Maybe he would take his own dessert this time. Something small, so he wouldn't be stuck with leftovers. His mother kept insisting that he was losing too much weight. Fifteen minutes later, Dudley reached his starting point and decided to head to his car. He found Sarah Andrews sitting on a bench just inside the path entrance. In spite of himself, he stopped. You haven't been waiting for me, have you? He said. She looked up, closing her book on her hand to mark the page. Oh, said Dudley, sorry. I didn't realize you were reading here. Quite observant today, aren't you, Mr. Dursley? She said, her eyes still dancing at him. What if I said I was waiting for you? He startled. Um was all he could say. Observant and articulate, she giggled. Why would you be waiting for me, he said. Well, at this rate, it would be to make sure you got home safely. Dudley scowled. You're too kind, he grunted. Her face softened. All right, I'll stop. I know when I'm being annoying. I'm waiting for my father. We're going to have dinner tonight. Dudley's scowl deepened. Going to be fun, he asked. Yes, she nodded, smiling. My brother is home. It will be nice to see him. An unwelcome image popped into Dudley's head. He was sitting at the dinner table with his parents, but instead of Aunt Marge or a work acquaintance, a boy with messy dark hair occupied their fourth seat. Dudley gritted his teeth and forced a polite expression. Have a good time, he said, and left the park. A half hour before dinner that night, Dudley called his mother and informed her that he was catching a cold. He endured her fussing and diagnostics for a few minutes before finally hanging up. He lay on his living room couch, gazing at his television, keeping his mind firmly focused on the mindless content before him. 
Anything was better than thoughts of the well-stocked vending machine downstairs. The numbers of drug dealers he still knew by heart were his damned little cousin. All right, so there's chapter two of Asking Questions. That is by myself. Uh, Y'all know me as JJ on here, but on... um, archiveofourown.org and fanfiction.net, I am known as Resevius. That's R-E-S-E-V-I-U-S. So this chapter was hard, uh, surprisingly. Um, as I, I think I shared last week that I, I'm not really sure where, I have ideas of where I'm going with this fanfiction. Um, it's bringing those ideas together that always slips me up. So um, again, apologies for this episode being late. Um, so I had originally had, you know, a different direction for this chapter and a different direction I wanted to go. And then I got like half of it written. I was like, something's not right here. This, something doesn't feel right. So I called up some of my friends, talked to them about it. Um, I'm very fortunate to have friends that are just, you know, just go with the flow. <laughs> I actually, um, there's kind of a funny story. I called one of my friends up a couple weeks ago and I was like, just out of the blue, I was like, hey, would Dudley Dursley be an alcoholic or a drug addict? And without any kind of like, no blink of the eye, nothing, he was just like, he'd be a drug addict. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. So um, shout out to my friends for being amazing. Um, anyway, so there there just wasn't, there was something I, I just wasn't liking about this chapter and I couldn't put my finger on it. So what did I do? I procrastinated because I'm really good at that. Um, trying to get worse at it, I suppose. <laughs> but um, yeah, and eventually what it came down to was I, um, I was basically trying to fit Dudley into where I'm at now with my own recovery. And that wasn't really working because I, I went through it and I was like, wait a minute, Dudley wouldn't be this self-reflective at this time. Like, he made a leaps he made leaps and bounds in the session with Dr. Clark in chapter 1 but you know that's kind of easy to do when you i mean ideally um you know when you when you have an established relationship with a therapist and which you know Dudley has in this particular fic um that you know it, that kind of came together but even for me in in my first you know, early stages of recovery and just barely coming out of denial. Um, I'd have moments of like super self-reflection followed by crap. I don't want to think about this. This is too uncomfortable. I don't, let's just not go there. And so when I really thought about it, I was like, wait, 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 Dudley, he's not going to be this self-reflective yet. So I went back, scrapped everything I'd written, um, and started completely over. And I discovered um, you know, here I was like, okay, Dudley's still going to be a bit of a jerk at this point. He's still going to be like, I need room for character development here. And I think in previous things I've written, I, I don't personally think character development has been my strong suit in the past. Um, that's me half being self-deprecating and half being honest. (laughs) So, um, so I think here I'm, I'm really trying to give Dudley a chance to develop as a character. Um, and that's, that's what I wanted to bring in here. And so, and then also to realize, you know, Dudley, he's, he's pretty early here. I mean, he's still in denial. He doesn't want to think about, um, his parents or Harry. And yet those memories, cause here's the thing. It, 
You can try to push memories down, but they're going to come up. You can try to push feelings down, but they're going to come out somewhere else. Um, and that's, you know, that's one big thing I've, I've learned the hard way, the easy way, a million ways in a row in my own recovery is you can, you I can push, I can push, I can push, but eventually they're going to come out. Um, so anyway, um, and as far as Sarah goes, um, that, yeah, I've, I've got plans for Miss Sarah. So, um, yeah, so I hope you all have enjoyed this second chapter. Um, hope it's not too much of a filler chapter. Some of my friends were encouraging me to be really introspective, but I was like, wait a minute, that, that doesn't really, that doesn't fit for Dudley right now. So, um, as always, I, I hope you all have enjoyed. I have just been floored by, um, what I've received on fanfic.net and on archive of our own, um, of people being interested in this fix. So I'm, I'm really excited. So yeah. All right. Thanks everybody. Uh, I'll go ahead and head into closing here. My friends, that is it for episode eight. As always, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of broomsticks and braille. Uh, just a reminder that if you'd like to get in touch with me, please feel free to email me at broomsticksandbrailhpff at gmail.com. If you would like to send me a fanfic that you would like to have included in this, um, please make sure to include the link to the fanfiction. Uh, you can find a link to um, this fanfiction chapter two in the description. Uh, I also want to thank everyone who've written reviews on this fanfic on Apple, uh, on iTunes. I... I just happened to check it and I found a couple of reviews and I was just like, oh my gosh, people that I haven't, you know, advertised this to are listening. And I'm, I'm just, thank you so, so much. I'm glad that my, you know, my voice has been soothing. Um, one person shared that, um, they will listen to this in, in the car and, um, they love the voices and all of that. And I'm, I'm so touched. I, I can't even put it into words. So thank you everybody. Um, please leave a review in Apple. That would be fantastic. It, it's such a joy. I don't get notifications for those. Um, and so it's such a joy to open it just at random and realize, oh, I've got some reviews. And like I said, it, it, it just brings a smile to my face. So thank you so much, everybody. Please review, subscribe, listen, share, tell your friends, tell your workout buddies, tell your people, um, and keep listening. Um, and then finally, just a reminder, uh, the next episode will be on Thursday. Um, and I will be reading someone else's fanfic on Thursday. So next episode will be this Thursday, December... What day is that even? December 12th. All right. Next episode will be this Thursday, December 12th, 2019. I will be reading somebody else's fanfic. I haven't completely decided on which one yet. So you'll be just as surprised as I will be. Um, in the meantime, I hope everyone has a great week stay warm if it's cold stay cool if it's warm you know stay comfortable step outside of your comfort zone find some balance everybody um and i hope you have a great week and i will see you again on thursday as ever remember of course it is happening inside your head but why on earth should that mean that it is not real have a wonderful week everybody see you thursday <laughs>